in it. You gotta be in it. Hello! Me and Winston are here to celebrate Caretober. So today we have somebody very, very special and near and dear to my heart. Um, I love her so much. I have been awing her from afar. Didn't even know like I had her picture on one of our brand boards literally for the past like two years um, that we give to our clients. And um, we got to be roommates um, in February and the magic just happened. So we're gonna cue the intro and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna introduce you to somebody very, very special. Hey guys, Carrie here and welcome to the Visibility Playground podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. Dr. Portia Jackson, how are Hello. you? <laughs> the doctor. <laughs> but not for people. Not for people. Don't, not like, for people. Yeah. For like things. <laughs> yeah. I can fix satellites, but not like broken stuff. Not on. <laughs> okay. So this is Dr. Portia Jackson. Literally like. Last week, I think it was like two weeks ago, I realized I was like, girl, that's you. <laughs> so like about two years ago, I made like this photo shoot guide for our clients and I've been using it literally now for two years. And like that one was powerful headshots. And I was like, this is a perfect example of a powerful headshot. She's getting like angles, all this stuff. And then you posted the picture. I'm like, I know that. How do I know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's the picture. So then I'm like, Voxer, like, girl, like, show you the thing. I'm like, that is so funny. Small world, right? Literally, like, I've used that pic like two years strong of like using that picture. Like, this is a great shot. Like, <laughs> well, go same here. Yeah, I'm money's worth, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I saw Portia online in the internet highways and byways. Um, probably starting in about 20, 2021, mm -hmm. um, at the, probably at the top of 2021. And then when I got asked to do Marketer's Heart, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. And then I saw all the people that were speaking. And I was like, oh, Portia's going to be And I was like, what if we're roommates? But I was like, but then it was funny because like I at first was getting, I first got room with um, Christina Scalera. Mm -hmm. at first and then it switched like at the end I was like Carrie, <laughs> you are hilarious she's a doctor <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like telling my mom I'm like mom oh my gosh I'm about to room with this like <laughs> black like black girl magic like all the things at like Orlando, and she's like, "What?" She's like, "What are you doing in Orlando again?" I was like, "Never mind, I'm there." Right, right. And then how it goes with like, you know, like maybe I'm sort of a big deal. They're like, "Really? For what? What do you do again?" I'm like, "Never mind." <laughs> then like we get there, and like we meeting, we meet in the hallway. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you're and you're like Karen." I'm like. And yeah, I'm, usually, I'm usually hesitant about rooming with people I do not know. 
But I figure, you know, the person who's putting on the event, like they usually attract a good type of person. So I'm like, well, let's just go out on a lemon see. And it was like so much fun. I'm so glad I did that. We had such a blast. It was like, I know, we had so much fun. We had so much Yeah, we we had it was a real it was like sleepover back yes. like it and was our, you turned our room into Sephora, which I was amazing. Yes. Yes. We had a little Sephora moment. We literally were like cracking so many jokes. Like <laughs> I was a very, I was literally like me, like whenever I'm a roommate, like I'm more extra of like, how can I control my energy so I don't overwhelm people? <laughs> so I'm always like, I'm just going to be quiet and wait till they talk to me. <laughs> uh, were you like that? I, I, I felt the energy and I was like, I'm here. I was, at, I was at first because I was like, I'm, I was like, let me wait. And then when you start talking, I was like, okay, we're in here now. Okay, cool. I didn't feel the waiting period. I was just like, I love it. I like the energy. Let's go. So we were good. No. It worked out. So, yeah, it was so fun. Um, I felt like, I just felt like you were such a good person. And the more that I kept learning about you and your personality and then like the jokes, like, cause I think I'm really funny. <laughs> so like, I think I'm really funny. So like, I felt like us together, like the jokes were coming and it was like, they were good ones. And I was like, so proud of us. Yeah, <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate your humor and that you get mine because it's very <laughs> office. How have it, it's been described as like the office, kind of like the drier humor. So it's like, if you're not keeping up with it, you're going to miss something. <laughs> it's not intentional. It's just how I talk. It's like, <laughs> so it's so funny because I did a speaking event um in Denver last week and I was coming with the jokes and they were like they were like it was so funny because it would come out of nowhere and then uh -huh. they were like boom a joke and I'm like I'm like it just comes like you just gotta yeah, take, take it well, time. Where's this when people are like oh say that thing you said before I was like I don't know what I said before like what do you Whatever That's why we have record buttons. <laughs> this is why record buttons are here for this reason. But no, so like, not only is she amazing person, she's like a mom, she's a wife, she's a she's a dog owner. Winston, that's your cousin. Vino, that's yep. You guys can be buddies. Um, he's like, I don't care, mom. Like, <laughs> I just want you to hold me because if not, I'm gonna make these noises that bother you. <laughs> that's dogs. <laughs> but she's a, she's a doctor um she literally used like she's a game show like winner like i always wanted to be that person and then like i, I finally met the person that is that person yeah actually i just like to win i just i'm just competitive on anything whether it's game shows twister whatever i just like to win I'm very so good. Hopefully, that. if we're ever together again, we'll, we're going to be on the same team because it's brutal if you're not. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go again. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be on the other team. Mm -mm. Look, I might go low <laughs> and it'll be okay. <laughs> you know, it's all good. It's all good fun. <laughs> and then she also was in pageants. I didn't. I used to do pageants. That was and like the like, part. Since I wasn't athletic, I had to get it out in other ways. So it was pageants and music. So I was like nerdly athletic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then now you literally help entrepreneurs be able to build generational wealth so they can actually like ha have money that like actually have money and not like look around the corner and be like, what happened? I thought I made like 100K last yes. year. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> like, what happened? Like, 
Where did it go? Yeah. Stripe says it was there. Yeah, you have proof, right? You have a screenshot. But your wife is like, didn't tell me. Like, where so, I have to put my hands up here because I forget, like, however this is. Like, my head's, like, extra large today. So I'm going to talk with my hands, like, right here. I really love the chevrons. The chevrons Thank make you. me quite happy. Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with aqua. It's not even my favorite color. But for whatever reason, it's always been in some brand color of mine since I got started. It looks good. It looks thank good. You. It's, it's a little it's coming from you. A little, a little, little, little snazzy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Good, good color. Good color. I feel confirmed. Um, I got the care information. <laughs> the care information. Care information. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, how did you get into? Want to help people with their finances and being able to build generational wealth. Yeah, so it's definitely been a long and winding road. Um, I've always been pretty good and pretty interested in finances. Like I'm talking about like kindergarten level. I was had my own little envelope system. I think I learned about it in a book, made my own envelopes. Like it wasn't anything like my parents taught me. They supported it, but they're like, okay, weird child. Uh, and so I had my envelope system then. I bought like my first mutual fund when I was 17 from like a little door hanger. My mom had to take me because I wasn't old enough to open an account on my own. Uh, I had my first rental property when I was 22. So it's like, it's something I've always been into. Um, I was reading books on like personal development and like money and making money and wealth from like a very, very young age. I just, you know, sometimes I feel like people are born and, you know, it's like you just have that natural inclination towards things. My natural inclination has been towards money and wealth. Like I've just been, I even used to watch like the lifestyles of the rich and famous. Remember that show? Like what's his name? Oh, I forgot what it was. <laughs> right? But I was like obsessed with that. I just, <laughs> that. Like, I don't want to go to the toilet, but if I wanted the option to get one, I still want to have that option. So, long story short, um, you know, I guess classically, I was trained as an engineer. I went through and got my PhD. That's the PhD, where the PhD is, that's where the doctor comes from. And because I love teaching. So I did that because I wanted to be a professor, but turns out you just write a bunch of grants. So I was like, all right, I'm getting a job. But in the job, Again, I was just like, eh, it's not, yeah, eh. Um, but on the side, I was so excited because I was always teaching like personal finance classes. I was doing it in my church. I was doing it in my sorority, like, doing it everywhere. And so that's what really brought me joy. So long story short, ended up leaving my corporate job as an um, engineer or rocket scientist, whatever it is you want to call it, and yeah. to become a certified financial planner because it takes three years of experience. So I could do both. Um, and during that time, I had to make up that drop in income. And that's how I started my digital marketing agency, um, grew that to multiple six figures. That's how I cut, at first got known online. And then um, at that point, I was like, it's time to do the financial coaching. So I've been a certified financial planner for over five years at this point, and then been doing financial coaching ever since then. And I love it. And it worked out really well because being in those circles with other agency owners and seven figure business owners, they knew, I saw up close, they knew how to make and create like a successful business, but they didn't really know what to do with it afterwards. Right. So stuff that like I took for granted, such as budgeting, saving, I need to invest it. I need to take this money I'm making in my business and put it over here so it can make like little money babies to them. They're just like, wait, what? Like, why, why, like, why don't you just reinvest it in my business? I'm like, well, what if like Facebook shuts down one day, which I mean, I think we came close to it at the end of last year. Right. So it's just like one of those things where it's like, it's easy for you, but other people find it a little difficult or confusing. And I feel like that's a big clue as to like, ah, genius. And so I just, you know, that's where wealthy and fulfilled came from was, let me, I have, I have a solution to this problem that I know people have and I'm here to solve it. 
Okay, I love that. So what is your process or like what is the steps that people need to go through to be able to go from like Stripe said it was there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what you should start. Stripe said it was there. Yes. Stripe said dot dot dot. Right. Says, <laughs> right. To be like to then go to somewhere where you're wealthy and fulfilled. Like what is that? What is what is that process or that transformation? Yeah. So my process is a four-part process. It starts with uh, one, understanding your money personality. And I do that through the Enneagram because I'm like completely obsessed with personality tests and just understanding myself better, understanding how I like operate with the world. And I noticed, I was like, wait a minute, this correlates to how I operate with money. So I always, <laughs> Winston, um, I always start there, right? Because the way I operate might be different. And if like, if I'm trying to force someone into a system that I made for myself, it might not work like that for them. So we start with the money personality. Then we go into like, well, what is success for you? What is like your lifestyle design? What would make you feel like I'm fulfilled? I've made it. I'm happy. I have like joy and not just happiness. Because that's going to look different for everyone, right? Like some people it is going to be the Lambos and the cruising in the south of France. Other people it's going to be like, I work 10 hours a week and I'm good. Other people it's going to be like, I want to have a nanny and like all this, like whatever it is. Let's start there. Well, the second stop, at least. Then the third stop is where we finally get into all like the financial planning things. So that's when like the stripe mystery is solved, right? Because we start to see, well, you're making this much. And then it's like, well, what are you spending? Like, where's all of this going? Because money is like water. Unless you tell it where to go, it's going to just float out and flood wherever it and flow wherever it wants to go. So we have to give it like purpose and direction. Um, and that's the point where people are usually like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about those five memberships I've been a part of since like 2015 that I completely forgot about, right? Or, oh, I forgot I didn't factor in Stripe fees, you know, or, oh, I have this person on my team that's actually not doing anything. Maybe I don't actually need to have them on staff anymore. That's when we start to find the holes in the leaks and we can redirect that money somewhere else. And then the fourth pillar is the mindset, because anytime you talk about money, mindset is going to be close by because we all have money stories. I don't care if you grew up rich, if you grew up poor, black, white, tall, short, woman, man, other. It doesn't really make a difference. We all have some type of story there around money that we have to kind of unroot in it. It's going to show up at every level. You think you got it made when you hit 10K a month or 100K a month? I can guarantee it's going to show up when you're trying to hit 500K a month, first seven-figure launch. It's just going to be there at a different level. So we have to kind of know and navigate how do you work through that so it's not slowing down all the other stuff you're doing. You know, you can't really like out, um, you know, or you can't out earn like that mindset in my mind. Yeah. Oh my, I love that too because I feel like a lot of times understanding like we don't know that we have a money story, right? Because like we'll be like, oh, I'm I'm good, and then something will happen and you're like, oh no, I'm not good. Yeah. Or they'll talk to you and you'd be like, oh. Well, and that's the thing, right? It's like a mirror. Like we can't always see that, but I can, I can see it because I, I, at this point now, know what to look for, even within myself. So if I see someone consistently hitting their income goals, but then you're like, well, "Where's the money?" I'm like, "Okay, well, we know that we, you have no problem earning it. You have a problem keeping it. So now let's talk about what's going on there. Is it like a worthiness issue? Do you, you know, were you raised where it's like the one percent were like evil and bad, and it's like, well, wait, by having this money in my account." I'm now considering myself to be a rich person. My subconscious thinks that rich people are bad. So I can't be bad. Let me hurry up and spend it. 
I mean, you know, whether it's mastermind or vacations or like whatever, it's not like you're conscious of like, oh, I'm a bad person now. Let me go ahead and spend it. But the behavior is there because the thought and the belief are there. And so that's when we have to start looking at our patterns. And it's like, well, what the heck is going on? Like, why can't I get past this level? Or why can I get it and it goes away? Why can't I get there at all? Like, there's so many different variations on, on the story. It's like, I like that. I like that because I think a lot of times we don't think about how that money story plays a factor. Ow, mm -hmm. Are you done? You done? You want to go? You want to go? No, mom. I want to curl up under your your. See, I was like, like he was he would be all up in the camera with like his nose and everything. I think it's like he's not big, but he's like it's all because I'm short. Like my legs like are not always the best, and then like you want to go? Please go. But don't make the noise, okay? I love you. <laughs> Look, don't make the noise. <laughs> but I think for me, I'm like I I think the first time I realized that I had a money story was I was at this event mm -hmm. and they told us to at before the event, it was already it was they were pre-working us. Uh -huh. They were like a hundred dollar bill. And I'm like, and this is like right, this is right before I started my business. And I was oh, like, Did they ask you to burn it? They told me to burn. And when I say I switched that thing out with a $5 bill. I was like, oh, yeah. Was this the T. Horv Ecker thing? Was this the Secrets of a Millionaire Mind? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I went to that, gosh, how long ago? It was like 2007 or something, right? And I was just like, you crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm like, I get the point you're making, and I can get the point without burning a $100 bill. Like, that just felt so irresponsible to me. And maybe it's my story, but I'm just like, no. I get where you're going. I got it. But I'm but I, but for me, it was like this fear of like all the things that I could do with it and like mm -hmm. the all the attachments that I had to. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm attached to money. Yeah. Oh no. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what does this mean for me now? That yeah. I have attachments. And it took me to really, like, it was funny because it was like, I needed to understand, I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned about money is understanding my threshold. Yeah. And I was like, the moment that I was able to understand my threshold, things started to make more sense because like, I like to go out to eat and then when I go out to eat, I normally get an appetizer, a meal and normally maybe a dessert, maybe a drink. Mm -hmm. like, I, I try to hit all the, all the buckets. Yeah. So I'm normally spending like, $40, $50 for a mm -hmm. meal. So that became like my threshold. Like I was like, so anything less than that, I noticed mentally that I didn't, I didn't concern myself with it. So right. I would be in master in memberships for years because it was, oh, it's only $37. I wasted yeah. <laughs> that's the meal. Like yeah. stuff yeah. like that. So that kept coming up. And I was like, okay, Carrie. And then it was like, it moved up as I became an entrepreneur. But I feel like that piece for me, I had to go back and look at it because I'm like, now I know this is my threshold, but mm -hmm. I can't be wasting money just because like, oh, it's a meal. Yeah. So and it works in a lot of different ways too, right? Like minimums, maximums, right? So like that range. And, you know, for you, it's like the, with the meal and I'm, you know, kind of like the same way. And then also it's with the, the rate. So it's just kind of like, oh, I can't imagine making any less than whatever. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, I can't imagine making 
more than whatever. People might say they have they want all these big months, but a lot of times when it comes down to it, they're like, I can't actually see how I can do that. But then slowly, like that lower level gets to raise, right? It's like I can't imagine making less than 5K a month, 10K a month, 20, 50. And it like goes up as you can see it, you know, it becoming possible. But then, you know, again, you get, have that upper limit too, right? You know, so you have to get past that. But yeah, I definitely feel you on the limiting especially with eating like we went to wendy's the other day enough that we eat out a lot but we went and they're like yeah that's 40 bucks i was like at wendy's it's not like you know 40 bucks is not obviously breaking the bank but i mean it was like my, myself and husband our three kids we didn't get a whole lot of food because you know it's like a treat every now and then if we're in a rush but i mean wendy's the food itself is not a treat them just they like the toys but total and i was like for our bill are you talking about the car in front of us i was like 40 dollars at what i'm like what in the world like but it was you know because i had that limit in my mind i'm like in my mind i thought we ordered like 20 something bucks of food no literally i was at um i was with my sister and we spent i want to say it was 40 dollars at checkers and yeah. we were like 40 dollars yeah, like wait, yeah, we, we have this image, right in our mind of how much fast food should cost, and both yeah. of those times it went above that limit, and that's the same thing that happens with our money. It's like, oh man, like I, you know, the account said, I don't know, a thousand dollars. Whoa, I'm freaking out. Whereas somebody else might be like, whoa, I might like my goal is to get to a thousand. Like you know, like what I'm saying. So it's just kind of like it's so individual. For everyone, like some people could be like, I can't imagine my account being past negative 250. I'm like, I can't imagine my, my account being negative anything at this point, you know. Whereas in college, maybe that's a different story, but I'm like, at some point in life, you know. So it really is all about like, how can we change and what do we need to do to get to those energetic minimums and, you know, increase the maximum so we can just keep progressing in life and what those stories mean around that and to also stop eating at once. Yes. <laughs> That's probably the better one. And DoorDash, I think for me, there was one month that I spent a thousand dollars at DoorDash. Well, half of it was probably delivery fees because you know, like, fifty dollars. I'm like for a cheeseburger. <laughs> Maybe I actually want to get dressed and go out and get it. You know, and again, that just shows you some story. There's certain things I pay for now that I'm just like I am paying for convenience. And I'm totally okay with that because at this point, I know that my time is more valuable than my money and my energy is more valuable than money. However, there's still a limit to that, right? Which is why, you know, I used to say, oh, I don't mind flying and coach. We all get there at the same time. Lie, lie, lie. <laughs> it's a whole different, whole different experience, you know, but it's like, I will pay for the comfort. I no longer will travel international and be like, yeah, I'm just going to be a coach. I'm like, we did that going to Africa now. It's just like never again. That was officially like the last time flying coach because who wants to be crammed in a tin can for 20 hours? I mean, granted, I've done it so many times. It's fine. Like, I, I didn't die, right? Like, it's not like definitely these are like first world things. But the, the point I'm trying to make is your standards will increase as you continue to increase. So, like, don't be afraid to increase and grow because that's just part of it. It's so funny, too, that you're talking about the international flights because. I still do coach international for one reason and one reason only is because I normally can barter and like, and like finagle the, um, the person at the front, like the concierge yeah. to give me a whole row by myself. Oh, okay. That makes <laughs> so that's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I never literally every flight that I've done internationally and I have done quite a bit. Uh -huh. I've normally finagled to get a row by myself. 
Yeah. Or have or have like another seat where I'd like do a lean in over. And yeah, yeah. Well, you have to do this in the combo, right? So if that's what you're going for, that's what you're going to get. But it's definitely all about like the comfort and the convenience for me. And, I'm, you know, if we're not in coach or if, you know, we're not in the first class budget yet, that's fine, too. Like, just what do you need to do to feel the feelings? This is to arrive to the airport early so that you're not rushing and you can enjoy a glass of champagne and caviar, which really I tasted it. It's, it's not my favorite. I just had it because I'm like, this is what rich people eat. I have to try it out once in a little stand at LAX because uh, I'm in Los Angeles. And I was like, well, let's just try it. So that was my rich person thing to do before I walked myself back on to coach. You know, and now yeah. I do Delta Sky Club and stuff. So if, you know, business class or something is sold out, I'm like, well, at least I can relax and just hang out for a little bit before my flight, get some food, get a drink, some coffee, whatever. And then, you know, everything's good to go. Everything's available at whatever level you're at. You just have to make it work for you, right? I love, I love that. Okay, so where can people, okay, so big question. Have you ever had fears around visibility? Mm -hmm. And if so, how have you gotten, gotten over them? <laughs> yeah, fears around visibility, yes a lot, especially on video, um, less about like speaking on stage, because pop me on a stage, I'm good to go, right? Even things like this is like easy, because it's like, well, if I mess up or say something stupid, whatever, it's done. But things where I'm trying to like present and teach, like a Facebook ad or a video sales letter or something like that, that I'm pre-recording in advance, it's just a lot of, I don't know, just anxiety of like, I have to get the lighting right. What if I mess up? What if I say something wrong and I have to restart over or something like that? Um, that has just been a thing for me because it's just like, oof. So how did I get over it? Like, I just focused on what my goals were. Like, I'm like, look, people aren't going to know what I have to say. And not even financial goals, more so about like impact goals. Like, this is what I want you to learn from me. This is what I have to share with the world, right? Like, there's not a whole lot of people out there talking about how to get wealth that weren't necessarily born into wealth. And I wasn't born into poverty. I mean, we did all right for ourselves. But I'm like, who is out there waiting for what I have to share, since I know it's going to change their lives. I know the way I teach it is going to change their lives where they can act on it and not just be bogged down in like hours and hours of like course material. But they're never gonna get that transformation if I'm sitting here in my office freaking out over like my eyebrows not being perfect or, you know, rocking the ponytail for like the third day in a row. Shout out to the ponytail back here. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I had to like just get to the bigger picture of this is so not about you. Portia. This is about the people who are waiting for you to get over yourself, get out there, get your message there so they can get the transformation. And so once I made it less about me and more about other people, it made it a lot, a lot easier to um, get done what I need to get done. And then it's one of those things like once you do it, you're like, oh, I could have done that like three weeks ago. That wasn't that big of a deal. Right. Like you have to just kind of rip the bandaid off and like get that momentum going and then you're good to go. I love that. I love that because I always like to tell people, like, you have to attach yourself to the impact that you want to make. Yep. And I feel like this is exactly what you do, which is exciting, because I always say that's the easiest way to get over your fears around visibility, because the moment that you attach yourself to the impact you want to make, your fears go away because you the impact that you want to make reigns higher. Yeah. Yep. It's just like, you know, if you're at the, the pool during the summer, you're like, oh, I should have worked out a little bit more and not had that Wendy's cheeseburger and you're feeling all self-conscious. But then if you see a kid drowning in the pool, are you going to be sitting there like, I don't know, my thighs are a little too big right now to save that kid? Like, you're not going to do that. Like, you're going to jump in and save the kid and be done with it. Right. So it's like the same thing. Like, we just have to get over our 
insecurities and the things that are like all about us and just really start thinking and being like others focused and just leading with service and value. And I think it just takes a lot of that. It just feels like a weight is lifted once you just take the view from yourself to like someone else. I love that. I love that so much. Okay, so where can people find you and what do you have coming up this month? Yeah, so people can find me at wealthyandfulfilled.com. That's our hub for all things Facebook group freebies about what I do. You can apply for our program. And October, I'm super excited because we are running Cashflow Confident. I know I need like a theme, like a theme music or something. Like I need like cue the music. But anyway, so Cashflow Confident is a five-day, it's a free event. Um, it does have a VIP upgrade, which I highly recommend because you get the recordings and everything forever. Uh, or at least until I'm sure if I can play a thing. Okay, say it one more time. Huh? What's the name of it? Cashflow Confidence. Thank you. Yes, Cashflow Confidence. Yeah, Cashflow, there we go. So Cashflow Confident. And it's a five-day uh, training series all about helping you feel comfortable knowing that your business profits are going to work. So instead of them just sitting there in savings, you actually are clear about what it is that you want, how you operate with your money, what you currently have where you want to be, how do you bridge that gap and how do you create like a personalized wealth building strategy that works for you, that you understand why you're doing what you're doing. That's not because, well, Portia told me to, it's like, no, you actually get it. And knowing that it's coming from an unbiased source, because I don't sell any like financial products. I don't sell insurance or any investments. Like it's just straight knowledge, education, guidance. And I'm like super excited. I think it's, it's going to be a great event. Um, we have like the roadmap planned out for you. We have a bunch of bonuses and VIP with people other entrepreneurs who are doing the thing, have their business, but are building wealth on the side. And they're going to be kind of pulling back the curtain on what they're doing and how they're doing it. It's it's amazing. I'm like very, very excited. So if people are interested, they can go to cashflowconfident.live, L-I-V-E. So cashflowconfident.live. Party kicks off the 16th, and then it runs from the 17th through the 21st. Oh, yes, get ready, guys. This is going to be good. Yes, and you'll get more Chevron the entire week as well. Because oh yeah, more Chevron. Yes. Are we do Are we doing ponytail that week? No, we I think I'm gonna like actually do my hair that week. So okay. this this is the I had to get my kids to school, and then I had a whole bunch of things to do, and then I'm like, and I get to talk to Carrie, so I'm like, here we go. But yeah. <laughs> The is the, like it is the hairstyle of action takers, you know. Yeah, you're doing the thing, and the hair is just like I don't want to get in the way. Like, <laughs> I, here. I do. Okay, I love it. All right, guys, I hope you understand why I love Portia, why she's such an amazing <laughs> gift to the world, and um, please follow her. Get ready for cash flow confidence. That sounds so cool. Like, yes, yes, that is my, my goal. You will feel cash flow confident, just like Carrie radiates confidence in everything that she does. And thank you so much. And happy birthday month. Like, I mean, we didn't even talk about that, but like, happy, happy birthday. I would no. dance, but I can't dance, which is why, you know, I don't do the, the pointing or the, the trends on TikTok because I would look like a complete fool. <laughs> my niece, she's um, she's nine. And like when I was in Atlanta, she was my TikTok guru because she uh -huh. the dances before I went out and actually did them on TikTok. Yeah. No, I feel like my grandparents using TikTok. I'm like, where is the button to share? <laughs> like, you know what? I'm in my lane. I'm going to stick with Facebook and then I'll branch out into LinkedIn. But for right now, I'm good. I'm She's good. like, 
this is my lane. This is this is my box. Yes, here here's my box. The box is working for me. I'm good. LinkedIn wants you. Yeah, LinkedIn I will go to next. I just have, you know, LinkedIn used to be, I always thought it as like my dusty resume holder. Uh, but apparently it's working really well for people. So we'll yeah, it's a party. It's a party yeah. now. I heard. It's, a, it's a professional party. It's like happy hour. You know, like yeah. corporate days you had happy hour. And I'm like, oh, I feel a little bit too much about Jan from IT. All right, guys. Well, please make sure that you follow Portia, get to know her, dive into all of her stuff. And I hope you have a better understanding of why I'm so excited about Caretober because I have so many amazing friends. You do. You you have a, a good bunch of people around you and I'm super excited to be part of it. And I'm like, when are we going to have like, the actual Caretober live? We can all be in the same room together. I think I'm going to possibly do it on my birthday, which is the 25th. So right after, after your event. So that will be great. You won't be, you'll be relaxed. Because <laughs> I mean, like in person, like you know, shots, shots of like maybe water, green juice, kombucha, whatever your thing is, fine. Um, but like in person, we need a caretober. Oh yeah, I wanna. Person. I wanna do, and actually, it's like it's in the works. I think I'm gonna do a um, some type of retreat event mm -hmm. in um, in February, February, March, probably. Okay. So. Be on the well, keep me keep me posted. As long as it's on the you know the southern half of the uh, country, I might be in. Yeah, well, it'll be probably like it'll probably be Denver. So it's just a hot skip. I mean, I would go to Alaska for you in February, so that's fine. But <laughs> well, we might. I would. I would probably go to Russia for you in the summer, but I don't know. They don't. You know, Russia seems a little scary. <laughs> Really, what I would love to do is like, like, because I feel like it would be so cute. Is I want to do like a real cabin, cabin trip. Oh, that's what I want to do. I want to do like cool. a real cabin, cabin trip. Like, not the Georgia cabin because that's what I used to do. I want to do like, let's go to the cabins where snow is and let's do. Yeah, snow well, with snow, like uh, cabins in the summer. I'm scared of snakes, uh, <laughs> so that's a little too naturey for me. I can do here <laughs> because they don't like cold. Warm nature is probably like, you will catch Yeah, like me, I'm like. It's a little warm. Yeah, little no. Warm. The summer nature for me is like looking at nature from the spa. Yeah, I went to um, I went to the Georgia mountains in May one time, and the amount of wildlife I saw was a little overwhelming. No, I do I do like city squirrels and like purse dogs, and that's about the extent of what I'm doing. You know, like it's the reason I live in LA. Yeah. The reason why I live downtown for that reason. Yeah. All right, my beautiful people. All right. well, thank you, Kiri. Of course, we're going to cue the intro, and I'm going to say, um, say goodbye to Portia, and we'll see you guys next time. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. If you're now like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz, DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.